0: Save the Semantics, episode 199. It is February 5th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, can't believe we're already in February. Isn't that fucking crazy? Uh, it's not that crazy, actually. It's It feels like a month has passed. Um, it's gonna be my birthday week. Uh... Yeah, it's going to be my birthday this upcoming week, which is cool. I, I'm sort of... What's the word? There's a word for it. non unbothered. Unbothered. I, I don't have any strong feelings about it, other than the fact that it's my birthday. I'm not like... I'm not like, oh fuck, I'm getting old. Um... It's just kind of, it. it is what it is at this point, honestly. Here's the thing. I think <laughs> maybe once I hit, like, I don't know, late 30s or something, I don't know. I feel like at that point, I'm probably going to be fine in terms of, like, my age. I'm like, I won't be, I'm not even going to really even give a shit. Like, right now, I don't really care too much. Um, yeah, it's going to be my birthday, which... um It's, it's, it's been this way for the last few years now where it's kind of fallen on the period in which I am the most busy during work, which is, you know, it is what it is. Um, I try to take them, I try to do the most that I can to, you know, enjoy my time and whatnot. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm looking forward to it. Don't have any big plans necessarily. Um, yeah, I don't do, I don't do too much during my, or I haven't really done much for, during my birthday for, for a while now. Um, that's kind of just been the case, but, um, yeah, not, a, not a whole lot else to really <laughs> say on that part. Um, this past week's been, it's been both, uh, it's, it's, I mean, that this could really be any day of the week or any day of the, any week during the year, but It's been, it was both kind of good and bad, I guess. I started off the week pretty strong, where I felt, like, really good about, like, the first two days of the week, like, Monday and Tuesday, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get shit done. Um, I, I was, I got, I felt that I got good sleep during those two days, and then it just kind of started to fall apart halfway through the week, where I just kind of gave up on really trying to be consistent with my sleep schedule, um... I it's it just comes down to being consistent, being firm with myself and just not you know trying not to allow other distractions to kind of kind of come into the mix, I guess. I mean those those are going to just pop up anyway regardless, but um I just I want to be a little bit more uh you know I like how I felt that during like the first half of the week. It, was, it like i felt like pretty good about myself like i felt like i don't know in it i felt healthy for the most part um i felt kind of awake and alert and then it just sort of <laughs> it just fell apart um so uh going into next week or going into this week rather um it's it's just of course starting off strong is good but it's just just trying to keep that is is important it's hard though it's it's really hard you know, um, like I have to kind of, I feel like I have to hit like a reset button of sorts in order to get my shit together. Um, in a sense, but yeah, it it really just comes down to be me being a little more, um, as always just being more firm with myself and, and being, uh, uh, sticking to sticking to kind of a plan of sorts. Anyways, uh in terms of other things that I've just sort of been I don't know, watching playing. I've been playing some Xenoblade again. I've been I've been enjoying my time just kind of doing post game stuff and not really having like a, um I don't know. I'm not I'm not necessarily striving for a hundred percent just because I think that sounds exhausting. I don't think I've ever really a hundred percent at a game ever. I don't think. Um, I've never done, like, I've never been someone who has prioritized achievement hunting. Um, it's fun to do that on occasion, but it's not something that's like the, you know, primary objective of of the game. Um, especially when it comes to RPGs, my, my sort of intention or, you know, generally how I like to play RPGs is focusing on the story and getting through that and then doing other side content, whatever, you know, whenever I feel like it. So it's just kind of a typical game gaming kind of mindset, I guess you could say. Um, I, I think that once you start to splurge or try to attempt to do everything the game can offer I think is a little exhaustive and it just takes away from it just takes away from your enjoyment that you initially had when playing the game um and you know what some people do enjoy that some people really just enjoy seeking out and doing everything that the game has to offer which is great um but I, I just never I just never felt that way um towards you know completing a game like I'll, I'm just gonna I'm gonna play the game until i feel i've done everything that i've wanted to um and for for xenoblade 3 I, I i've you know i've I've talked about how i've i sort of reached kind of that point after i completed the main story and did you know some of the other more i guess uh quote-unquote important side content but i i've still There's still plenty of things to do in the game, which is kind of, in my case, just like dicking around and getting, um, it's like crafting gems, completing some other side quests that might lead to, like, discovering new locations that I haven't discovered yet. I think there's, there's fun, there's a lot of fun in that, um, and then also kind of getting better at the combat, optimizing certain, uh... Certain party sets, I think that sort of thing is really i don't know i've 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 sort of enjoyed my time doing that recently um i yeah so like right now I'm just trying to I'm trying to get like certain gem crafts that I think that could be like helpful or it could be just fun to get um just like boosting like critical hits and boosting attack and that sort of thing um and then also. Uh there's a still there's still a few other like side content like quests that I think could be like fun to to complete to really like round out the overall story. Um so I still have that on my plate. Uh it's just been it's just been it's just been good. I, I, I it's there's just been not really a whole lot of pressure for me to do much. And again, I've mentioned this before, but I, I do wanna play the game in the Japanese language setting, or like at least in j- audio the Japanese audio. Um and so I'm kind of prepping myself to do like a new game plus run with Japanese. Um and just kind of enjoy the differences that it has versus like the English English dub. Um I I feel in regards to the other games, uh I think the the first Xenoblade game, I think I feel like both the English and Japanese were both like very strong. Um and so I don't I don't necessarily have too much of a preference, although I do I do enjoy the English, I guess, a little bit more just because like there's a lot more um I don't know, there's a lot more memorable lines with with the English in my in my head, um as opposed to the Japanese. But the Japanese uh dub, the original dub is still really good. And then I've talked about Xenoblade too, I'm sort of my criticisms of of that dub and all that but we don't need to get into that but um I feel like this series is really the only one where I have preferred the dub um over like the original Japanese I think that especially when it when it comes to anime specifically I, I a lot of the a lot of the slang a lot of the use of language, the humor, it's really hard to translate that into English, in my opinion. It's really hard to kind of convey certain quirks in Japanese to, to English. Um, I so, Sometimes with dubs, it just feels awkward. I I think, you know, the translators or whoever, they're doing the best they can to, you know, overcome these kinds of differences, but I just don't it's it's just hard for me to kind of buy into that really. So it's like if I if I had the option to, I'd, I'd much rather just, you know, listen to the original um the original Japanese version. Uh just because I think that it sort of puts into context the original uh the original like intent of like a certain dialogue or certain like, you know, pieces of like, I guess, storytelling, I guess, um, it's hard to, it's, it's really hard to do that, so I, I do want to give props to, like, the English, like, translators for, you know, Japanese media, because I know that shit can be really fucking hard, um, among other things, speaking of anime, uh, I started watching Ranking of Kings, I've wanted to watch that for quite a while, uh since i heard about it for the first time i'm not sure why this was the one that is there's like so much more there's there's a ton there's a ton of anime out there but i for some reason i was kind of drawn to this one i think maybe it was like the art style the premise behind it um maybe there's just like a bit more of a sense of lightheartedness even though that's not really true at all the show is pretty dark in a lot of aspects uh, but I think... I don't know. There's just a certain charm to it that re- kind of drew me in. Um, as opposed to some other... Of the more serious or more established, uh, anime shows. Um, I'm about halfway through the season. First season. I forgot if they, uh, greenlit the second season or what or whatnot. But... Right now I'm halfway through the first season. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I think this show it does uh it it does something really interesting um where it's not really it's not a shonen show that's the one thing even though it has some elements to it for sure i i think it differentiates itself from other you know i guess like you could say shonen or more just kind of traditional anime where It doesn't overly explain itself it doesn't explain it doesn't like um you don't get this like inner dialogue i mean you do you do but it's not super i guess intrusive to the story to the point where like half of the half of an episode is dedicated to someone someone's like inner monologue um like you you don't I think they the actions of these characters speak much more than what they have to say um, in terms of what their motivations are. And I think that I, I kind of I have to commend the show for that. It also doesn't um there are, there's a lot of mysteries. there's a lot of weird shit that's going on. Um, and they haven't really explained what all of these things are yet like they're just kind of like slowly peeling back the layers and i really like that um there are certain things that are kind of explained to us to in a sense but it's not like oh this is like i don't know this is like this character's motivation because blah 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 he was jealous of this person. like they don't like say it explicitly like they you know they'll they'll show it and it's kind of like a sequence Um, but you don't have, like, a character explaining what's going on exactly, you know what I mean? I think that's really, um, I think that shows, I think that gives the show a lot of strength, which I, I appreciate, because, like, I think I love, for example, one of my favorite anime, Hunter Hunter, I love that show, but I think that one of the critiques that I have of it is that, especially in the Chimera Ant arc while it is an incredible like sequence of events and an incredible um arc i think there is a point where some things are like over explained like in, in far too deep far too much detail um where i wish that there was a little bit less exposition and narrative than and instead a little bit more like action done by the characters you know what i mean like i think a lot of these things could have been better done without like some overarching like um you know the the narrator is like basically a character <laughs> in that in that arc he, he he's there to explain character motivations which is good and you understand um it gives a lot of these like individual maybe somewhat minor characters some depth which is like which I appreciate. But I think in terms of enjoying it as an animation, it kind of falters a little bit to some regard. And I understand why some people might have, um, why they might not consider it to be uh, super enjoyable. I still love it. I haven't watched it in a long time. I don't know if I, you know, if I'll get around to watching it again. But I I, I can kind of see why some people might not enjoy that type of, Storytelling. So, um, and and myself, I I feel there there was a bit too much of that. It was leaning too much on kind of the the narrator explaining in detail some of the significance of the the characters and their their motivations and whatnot. um Then I feel that ranking of kings does it does a really good job of not doing that, showing the characters actually doing certain certain things, and you're like you understand. Why they are kind of doing these things, and even if you don't understand, you're you're intrigued, and you're kind of you're you're you want to learn more. So that that makes you want to keep watching the show. Um, and there's again, there's this kind of this there's there's a lot of mysteries, and you're like, why what what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this thing? Like, they didn't tell me shit. Like it it's it's intriguing. It's good. Like it doesn't like I I, I like that it doesn't explain itself. You know what I mean? Um, and I appreciate that. So, um, I'm I'm pretty invested. I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed, um, the show so far. It's been, it's been a great time. Um, among other things, I touched upon this kind of briefly last time as well. Uh, but there's been kind of rumors about like a Nintendo Direct that could be happening this week, uh, last year. The direct happened on my birthday, which I very remember, remember very vividly, because that's when Xenoblade Three was announced that it was going to be released. Um, that was great. That was a great birthday gift. You know what I mean. So, um, if it happens to land on my birthday again, that would, that would be great. I don't really, I don't, I honestly don't. You know, the the only game that I really care about playing this year in particular, that's going to be released this year, is the you know Tears of the Kingdom. Really. Um, I think my sort of prediction in regards to that is I think that they're going to do kind of like a teaser during, excuse me, during the direct itself, they're going to announce a Tears of the Kingdom direct, um, maybe sometime in the future, you know what I mean? Before the release date in May, um, which is crazy to think about that shit's less than a hundred days less than like maybe like in three months from now is is coming out which is which is wild um but i i feel that they're gonna do a little teaser thing and then announce that there's gonna be a tears of the kingdom direct um sometime in the future uh that's gonna be my kind of my prediction in terms of other releases and who knows by the time I, I post this, like by the time I post this, like the, the the direct might have already happened. So and then I'll be talking about it maybe next week or something. Um but yeah, in terms of other releases, I don't really again, I I already have so much shit <laughs> that I wanna play that's like on my backlog. Um that I, you know, again, I'll I'll who knows if i'll get to them i i think i'll eventually get to it like i still have persona and all that like there's still a lot of games that i need to like actually play through um so i think it's just, it, it'll just be it's just going to be exciting to to kind of see what what comes out this year uh, or what comes out in the next couple of years um yeah so i'm going to i'll be keeping my eye out for that again the rumors it it seems like it's pretty um the rumors are pretty solidified. Like it seems like that this is gonna actually be a thing. So uh, yeah, keeping my eye out for that. Uh, again, last direct happened or last February direct happened on my birthday. So maybe I get the, we get the same thing again this year. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, I I also watched the first half of Glass Onion, which I i may or may not finish today or who the fuck knows i don't know i'm i'm probably gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it sometime um i actually watched the first half of it with my dad like it was like maybe it was the last week i forgot maybe it was like a couple weeks back but um i was sort of like i i had seen the first or i guess i i, I had seen knives out so i kind of knew what to expect going into this one um I told my dad like he's a fan of like uh, Hercule Poirot and other detective stories like you know some of the older like Sherlock Holmes um, and so I told him that you know this this series is kind of in line with that and kind of in in terms of just the, you know the detective and you know, you know uncovering the story this like brilliant detective and um you know it's the who the who done it right like he, he's a fan of that um, <laughs> he wasn't really a fan of we only watched the first half of it he wasn't really a fan of glass onion i think here's the thing i sort of set the expectation that this was going to be kind of similar to those like older british detective shows stories um i feel like the modern humor and the modern style it was a bit of a turn, turn off for him in particular, which is, you know, I understand. I think <laughs> like I was sort of, I was like, yeah, this is going to be something along the lines of like, you know, this, this maybe slow paced, you know, dialogue kind of driven with Poirot going, you know, in his like French accent just be going, there's a mystery or so that need to be solved. And then, and then there's like, you know, it's like two shots how how do i explain it i don't know how i don't know how like filmography works all that well the cinema the, the, the cinematography is pretty simple for <laughs> those like older programs it's like you know one shot of poro talking and then it cuts to the other character talking and then it cuts back to poro it's very simple you know what i mean um and then glass onion you have <laughs> the first sequence of the movie is you have all these characters, you don't really understand what is going on, which is, you know, I guess, you know, you could argue as part of, like, the mystery and stuff, but I, I'm i sort of seeing it from the perspective of my dad, where it's, like, you get all these shots, just, like, quick cuts, quick cuts. The the camera's, like, spinning around in this room where there's a party going on, uh, supposedly taking place during COVID, and then you have, like, split, like, you know split screens of all these different characters like trying to solve the thing at once um and then and then you got daniel craig playing among us with kareem abdul jabbar and you're like what the fuck is going on you know what i mean he doesn't know what among us is like this shit is just going completely over his head like a lot like the, the humor in it works for me to an extent i think it's funny because it shows a lot of these out of touch people interacting with you know you know interacting during covid and it's like oh fuck this is like you know pretentious and and you know these people are not these people are pretty horrible and you know they're you know more like questionably uh you know morally questionable right and then you got like um dave Batista who's playing <laughs> he plays like this twitch streamer who, and then he lives with his mom and he's he's kind of representing. You know, someone that's like kind of like the red pill, um, Andrew Tate kind of thing where, you know, he's trying to push these, uh, you know, you know, that that kind of that kind of character. But that like that, this shit is all like this is th- these are references like these are very, very modern references within the last like couple of years. And this shit is just completely I'm sure this is just completely going over his head. So it just didn't it just didn't really work for him. So I understand that. Um, I just think it's just so funny, like, um, you know, I, I like. Obviously, you don't have to necessarily be my age, or in the know to understand a lot of these. But like, for someone who isn't online at all, like my dad, like this is just not. <laughs> this is nonsense. <laughs> like this is just like a bunch of fucking references. You're like, what the hell is this? I think now i've only seen the first half of this um my intention is i'm gonna watch it by myself anyway this the second half of glass onion um i feel that this movie is not going to age very well i think that it relies very much on the context of what is going on currently right like it's referencing it's, it's referencing covid it's referencing things that happened in 2020 that sort of thing Uh, it, it, it'll be a really interesting kind of, you could argue it's like an interesting period piece, I guess, maybe 10 years from now on. But I think a lot of this is not going to age very well. Um, just because there's so, there's so much like current, current references that I think it's going to be funny to look back on and see, but for people that are, you know, for, if there are, like, kids 20 years from now watching it, they'll be like, okay, that's kind of funny, but I also don't really get it. That's kind of the case with, I don't know, some older comedies, you could argue, uh, back in, like, the 80s. They're, like, referencing things from the 50s, and you're like, okay, that's kind that's funny, I guess, but I don't really understand what it's referencing. Unless I was there in the know, I feel that I don't get the full context of it, and that feels very much... In line with Glass Onion, um, I don't think it's gonna age very well. It's fun. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it so far, uh, but I just don't think it's it's not gonna be a classical. It's not gonna be a classic like detective movie. I think, um, Knives Out is a lot more. I can watch that movie later down the road and still get a lot of enjoyment out of it without really. Like there's there's really not that much that is, like, holding it back. Like, there are some references here and there to, you know, current media and some pop references, pop culture references here and there, but it's it's very few and far in between. And I think with Glass Onion, it starts out of the gate with all of these things that are just, like, coming in, and you're like, okay, I enjoy it. I get these references, and I think it's funny, but also, if you aren't, you know, if you're not, like, online like you know like my dad like this shit is just not it's just not hitting like it's just not uh, like you're not really understanding what is kind of happening i guess (laughs) you know what i mean um but yeah anyways i'm probably gonna finish that movie today or whenever the fuck i want really just whenever i i feel um and then maybe i'm gonna play some more Xenoblade 3 because i've been enjoying just kind of just digging around man i'm just just you know, I don't really have a, I don't have really have a specific goal in mind Just certain things. Oh, maybe I'm going to do this. Oh, maybe I'll do this quest or, you know, gather some materials or whatnot. Um, that's been fun. Um, that's been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I know some crazy, I know, I know a lot, I know a lot has happened in the NBA recently. I don't know if I have a lot to say about it though. I think it's just a lot of shit that's been going on. Um, so, again, I haven't really watched a ton of basketball, so I'm going to hold off my t- thoughts until I kind of get back into that world. <laughs> for now, this is where I am, and eventually I'll come back to basketball. It's always going to be there. So, um, yeah, anyways, thank you for listening. That's going to be it for today. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.